All right. Welcome everyone back to another episode of Muggle with a Mic. Katie here. I'm joined by two very special guests. You've heard them on previous episodes, but separately. And today we have them together. Both of my sisters, Jenny and Sarah. Hey, sisters. Hi, Hi sister Kate. friends. Hi. They talked <laughs> over each other already. <laughs> We're already <laughs> fighting for the spotlight on this podcast. And I don't know why I sounded like an 80s girl. Hi, you know, so <laughs> hello. You are you are from the 80s, so you're a valley I know, girl. yes. All right, so let's get right into it. We're going to be talking all things Oscars, but we're going to establish right now that all three of us combined, we haven't seen all of the uh, best picture movies that are up for the Oscars this year. So we're going to go through them and see what we each think each movie's about without knowing what each movie's about, right? Correct? Yes, and we also have zero experience with film critiquing, film review, um, Oscar history. This is really just more of a fun time, really. Yes, and I I mean, there's a little joke with me that I, I like watch the same six movies over and over again. So, you know, if you want to talk about those six movies, I'm very well versed, but this will be a fun little episode and we'll try to figure out what these movies are about and offer some commentary. You can quote back to the future line by line. We I can, and maybe five others. Yeah. And we, we know that we all have a Knight's Tale memorized and everything. So we, there are some, there's quality and quantity to different movies. You want to watch them over and over, and sometimes you just want to watch them once. Okay. So let's first, we're going to do mugs real quick. Jen, do you have a mug? Jen's on camera, but Sarah's do. Jo joining us via audio. So we're going to take a look at Jen's mug right now. Well, I didn't even really even think about this, but how appropriate it is because this is an Oscar winner's favorite quote. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Come on now. That's okay. really good, Jen. That's, That's my good. mic. Yeah. Who said that? My Matthew Angelo? McConaughey. <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, Sarah, <laughs> since you're just joining us via audio, can you describe to us the mug that you're using? Yes, I am using a Minnie Mouse mug. Um, it's from <laughs> Disney World, but people forget that there's so many Disney films that get nominated for Oscars, like some of the classics like Beauty and the Beast and mm -hmm. Aladdin, a lot of a lot for animation and you know, best score and best song, but so many winners and nominees have come out of the Disney realm that I, I thought a Disney mug would be fitting. There you go. That sounds appropriate. Yeah. Well, I brought it because St. Patrick's Day is coming up. Uh, so mom got me this mug. It's Whoa. a, it's a big, it's a big like clay molded mug and it's green and it's actually from Bones Coffee Company and it's their Irish cream uh, coffee logos on the front. So that's a sturdy mug, cat. It is. It's almost like a, like a Viking mug and it's got a little, like a little leprechaun on the front. There you go. That's a great choice. I like oh, it, Kate. Thank you. All right. So guys. Let's we're, we're celebrating the 94th Academy Awards that will air at 8 p.m. on ABC on Sunday, March 27th. So let's go through a couple initial Oscar questions that we have for each of us. Jen, what is your favorite past best picture winner? OK, well, I had to go through and look because, you know, that, this is what what 84th. Is that what you said? 94th. 94th. OK, so we have all these years. So I had to kind of do some homework and going back <laughs> and looking at all of them because it's been a lot, you know, when you're getting older, you know, there's some movies that are nowadays that you really like, but then like, when you look back, you think, oh, wow, well, that was a good movie too. There were a couple that were up for an Oscar that did not win. And Nominees. I just wanted to mention those as well, mm -hmm. um, because I really like them. One was the right stuff. I oh, knew you movie. were going to say that one, Jen. That's a good one. Good choice. Yeah, that is actually one of my most favorite movies. It was 1983. Um, Terms of Endearment won that year, which that was a very good movie. I was a little girl back in the 1983, but The Right Stuff did not win. But that is a very good movie. Good, 
favorite movie of mine. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's about the space program and flying and just a great cast. And Ed Harris is one of my favorite actors and he plays John Glenn. And John Glenn is one of my favorite Americans. And so I think that's why I like that movie a lot. Um, One that did win that I really liked was Rain Man. I loved yeah. Rain Man and that one in That was on my list of yeah, possible that's ones. That's a yeah. great, great movie. Good deal. Sarah, what about you? Well, mine are slightly more recent. I have a tie for two. Katie, I think you'll agree with me that the list through the years of nominees and winners is the length of a Bible. Of a Bible. <laughs> Which is a quote from the 1999 Best Picture winner, Shakespeare in Love. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, that is my all-time favorite winner. However, I just cringe a little because it's associated with Harvey Weinstein. Well, so, are a lot of, of that, are, my backup winner is the 2001 Best Picture winner, Gladiator. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, well, let's just segue right into mine because those two, I had three top ones. Those two were on my top three. And then Braveheart from Night. Oh, oh, very I, good, yes. Katie, that was going to be my third. We sort of have the same movie brain. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I was going down the list and everything, but I could watch, I love cleaning the house to Braveheart. Like, I think there, there are movies Cleaning that you, the house to no, listen, Braveheart? I'm sorry, not Braveheart, Gladiator. <laughs> Gladiator. Because... <laughs> like, rewind and say it again. <laughs> you have to say it again. If you go over and her house isn't very clean, maybe we know why. No, no. Listen, no. I there are mo- some movies. I flash dance while cleaning the house or something. That's like oh. we just like to hear it in the background. I don't really want to watch it. It's not a moving picture. Okay, so here's the deal. Stop it. We'll never forget that. Yeah. No, like like the office. People people do things and get chores done around the house when. <laughs> One of their favorite shows are on. It's like listening to a podcast. Okay, moving on. Hold on, Katie. Katie's over. Let's put Braveheart in. Maybe she'll clean my house. I'm sure Mel Gibson would love to hear. Oh, you clean your house to my movie. It was actually Gladiator because I know the movie so well. I don't have to watch it. I just have to hear it and I can picture it in my head. So there you go. Thanks. Yeah, no, that's that's a really great point. I can too. That combined with the, the music combined with. Yeah, you can just picture the scenes every oh, single yeah. one. His hand <clears throat> over the over the field of wheat and everything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, next question. Who is your favorite best or your favorite past best actor or actress acceptance speech? Wait, Jen, go ahead. We already know this. It's her mug. I mean, all joking aside, I mean, I'm a huge Matthew McConaughey fan. Okay, so we know that. But I really did love his speech. Maybe it's because it's the only one I really listened to or remembered, but I just, I think he just kind of showcased his acting career. He thanked God, which I really loved that and appreciated that. And he used his, my favorite quote. So that was my favorite. No, his was good. That was the one where he said, my hero is me in 10 years. Yeah, that was it. That's right. That was it. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I mean, of course, I'm sure they all practice this, even though they say they don't, but I just felt he was very genuine. You know, I followed him through his career, you know, and he just, you know, he was kind of in the chick flick kind of movies, you know? And so I think he really, I think it really meant a lot to him because he really kind of had to prove himself that he was this actor that could do different roles. He wasn't the chick flick guy, you know, he could be in different kinds of roles. My favorite one that he's in is a time to kill. I just love that movie. I thought he was wonderful in that movie. I think it took him a while to get to the status and then he won. And I just thought that his speech was very genuine. I felt he was humble and I thought it was a great, great time for him. And I was super excited. Like I thought it was like the Super Bowl. Yeah. How about Sarah? How about you? I have two again. Let's see if we get the same one. Sarah. Yeah. I think my, 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 my second one is going to be probably the same one you said, Katie, but I, the first one I wrote down was from 2017 when Viola Davis won Best Actress for Fences. Okay. She's she's just such an emotive 
dynamic presence. Like just, she could be saying anything, just listening to her talk. She just is an amazing actress, but her speech was very emotional and I just really admire her. But my most favorite acceptance speech was in 2019. I know Olivia what you're going to say. Olivia <laughs> Coleman. Olivia yes. Coleman. She won for the favorite and she is just this genuinely kind of awkward public speaker where it's very endearing. <laughs> okay. And she, she like, they told her to wrap it up and she like, sure. she like spit out. <laughs> yeah. She like blue raspberries or whatever. And um, <clears throat> then she just was, she was just kind of awestruck by the people in the audience and her fellow nominees. I think, I think she won over Glenn Close and maybe Lady Gaga. Cause I think that yeah. might've been the, she said something about Lady Gaga right at the end. Yeah. Just go back and watch it because it's just hilarious. She's just, she even says this is hilarious. Like at the whole, the reason it's also so funny is because the, you can hear the audience laughing at almost every other thing she says with her. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was an awesome speech. Yeah. I like, I like that. I like that one. That was, I had two. That was one of them. And then um, Sandra Bullock in 2010 for The Blind Side. Yeah. And she was very, her her speech was very empowered women. And it also stressed that you don't have to birth someone to be their mother. You know? Well, that's a nice sentiment. That no matter where you come from, you can be a, a mother to anyone. So. Well deserved, Sandy Bullock. Yes, yes. And I, I like Sandra. And just to bring it up, I've always thought that Jen looks like Sandra Bullock a little bit. Me? Yeah. Well, she was in a movie with Matthew McConaughey. So oh I'll my take goodness, it. we've come full circle. All right. Next category is what's your favorite award category? Jen. Oh, favorite award category. What's the one um, you most look forward to when you're watching the Oscars? I mean, I, I don't think, I think my top three that I like is the best actor, but I like the, all the actor and actresses. So I like those in the picture, but I guess, you know, I, I think the Oscars always start off with like the best supporting and the best supporting actress in the actor right at the beginning. And then, you know, you have to wait till the very end of the show, you know? So I would say the actor and actress and the best picture are my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah. Yeah, I agree with Jen. I like that trifecta that you have to stay up till 11.45 p.m. to see the actor, actress, and then best picture. And also it's fun to see the previous year's winners uh, present those because you you almost forget, oh yeah, they won that last year. However, my favorite category is best original song because it turns the Oscars into a little mini musical because you get to see a performance of the nominees for each song. So that in uh, in and of itself is my favorite category because you get little mini performances. Nice. Well, so mine, I didn't go as for like what I'm waiting for to listen or find out at the Oscars. I like to, I like best original score because I just like musical scores. Oh, you're so Um, fancy. Aren't I? (laughs) (laughs) No, I just, I love movie soundtracks. I just, I don't know. I just love movie soundtracks. I think they're awesome. And Gladiator has a great soundtrack. Uh, Shakespeare in Love has a great soundtrack. Uh, Braveheart has a great soundtrack. Uh, Do you clean to it? (laughs) (laughs) You're going to edit that part out. It's not going to make sense. Katie has her. Katie's gonna have her own like infomercial. No, okay. No, I used to. Katie, you're right. I used to study to movie scores actually. I studied and, to Shakespeare in Love. Yeah, I used to study to movie scores as well. And so I, I totally get where you're coming from. Yes, I agree. The, the I, original song and the original score kind of go hand in hand sometimes. Yeah. Music does. Yeah, music's a cool thing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> music's a cool <laughs> yeah, thing. Very eloquent. I'm sorry. Yeah, I cut that out. That's so like. <laughs> music's a cool thing. Yeah, man, like music's a cool thing. <laughs> Dazed and confused. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, final question for you guys. What is your favorite past winner for musical score? I added this in because I wanted to hear what your thoughts were. No, again, I had to do my research here. I'm just going to go through a couple. Well, of course, the right stuff. Did you know that the right stuff won original score? Did you know that? Oh, no. 
Yeah, I would figure that I would know what Katie's would be. I'm sure she'll be mentioning that later, I guess. I'm just guessing. Um, But (laughs) Chariots of Fire, because I'm a child of the 80s. Oh, my goodness. That song. That song was everything. And then, of course, you can't go wrong with John Williams. So E.T., one in 82 for original score. So I would, I would pick that one. And fame was 1980. So fame was a big deal in the eighties. I'm going to live forever. That soundtrack was, was really big. Fly. Hi. And then that turned into a TV show, which was big when I was a kid. So um, I'll pick those. John Williams, speaking of him, he came out of retirement to write the score for the new Kenobi series on Disney plus. Nice. Thanks, well, Jimmy. I'm here as the resident '80s kid, so I'm gonna I, I gonna have to speak for the '80s. So that's what I chose. Uh, Sarah, what about you? Ah, oh, this was so hard. This was, was the it? most difficult because if it's got John Williams beside it, or Hans Zimmer, mm-hmm. or or Alan Menken, Stephen Schwartz, I like hope. you're just going to love it. So this was difficult. My favorite nominee. Is from 2005, the soundtrack to, or sorry, score to Pride and Prejudice. It it made a, no- oh, it was a nominee. It was okay. nominated. Thank you very much. I However, like my, my, my winner is 2001, The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't go wrong with that score. Then that's actually Howard Shore. So that's none of, none of the great greats that I mentioned before. However, it, if you just hear a measure or two or three or four right, of you know that, it. you are instantly transported to the Shire and the world around. <laughs> Thank you. Very good. Um, I agree with you. I did not know Pride and Prejudice was a nominee. Uh, I'm glad that they were because I, I like that score. Um, I went back to Shakespeare in Love because I just love that score. And then, Jen, you know Star Wars from 77. I was going to say, yeah, from the 70s, Star Wars from the 70s. It's all Star Wars. Give me I know, a Katie. I just love to get you going. I do this every time, and it's so funny. Yeah, no, I was going to say, if you didn't pick Star Wars, I'd be like, what's wrong, Katie? Yeah, I need no, to point out to you all that a 2000 nominee was The Patriot. Oh, John Williams. And so I thought that might be, that's one of our favorite movies as, as sisters. I must've glossed over that. I, I mean, we know that movie very, very, very well. I I think it's an excellent score and maybe it's because we watched it so many times, but it really is. And no, it, it did not lose to Lord of the Rings. It lost to crouching tiger Tiger dragon, but gladiator was nominated with the Patriot. Oh, wow. Let's get into our fun little, the whole purpose of this episode. And we're going to go through all the, the, well, the 10 best picture nominees this year for the Oscars. What we're going to do is I'm going to say the title of the movie. We're then going to go to Jen, who knows nothing about current movies. And based off of just the title, Jen is going to try to tell us what she thinks the synopsis is. So this, so everybody, please, please understand. This is, I'm your comic relief, okay? <laughs> it, I'm totally don't know these movies, okay? And I'm just going to, whatever is in my mind, I'm going to tell you what I think it's going to be. It's going to be fun. It's going to be funny. And some of these people haven't seen it either. And they're in the, they're in the same boat as you. And no, but I'll just preface with that all our life. It's true. Jen, Jen's got her favorite movies Mm -hmm. and she's loyal to those movies and she doesn't really want to go see other movies. So (laughs) so when I wanted to see a new movie, I, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's not that I don't like movies. I like movies. I do. I You like your movies. I'm looking forward to seeing, I've said this on the other podcast, I'm looking forward to seeing Top Gun. Okay? Okay. Okay. Real quick, Sarah, Jen's been watching Cobra Kai. Oh, yes. Good, Jen. <laughs> okay, so um, 
so anyway, we're I'm going to say the title, ask Jen if you know if you think you know an actor that's in it, let us know. And then I'm going to go to Sarah and see the same thing or I know that she's seen a few of these movies, so then Sarah can give us the synopsis. And if neither of you get it, then I'm going to go ahead and read the actual synopsis in the cast. Sound good? Yeah. Okay. Sounds great. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, All right. Is, I feel like I'm on a game show. All right. So the first one, Jen, are you ready for the title? Oh, yes, I'm ready. All right, here we go. It is Nightmare Alley. Okay. It just sounds gruesome. <laughs> what do you think sounds like, this is? This is an Oscar nominee? Yeah. Nightmare <laughs> Alley. It sounds like lots of fun. No. <laughs> Halloween, trick-or-treat goes bad. A trick-or-treat goes bad. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Sarah, do you know it? I I actually I don't know this one. Um I I'm I'm going to say that this is Do you remember that Tooth Fairy movie that Kirstie Alley was in where she played the Tooth Fairy? <laughs> I feel like I do, but I don't. Well, this is Nightmare Alley and it brings back <laughs> Kirstie Alley, <laughs> but she haunts children's dreams. <laughs> Okay. Am I close? Jen was closer. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> okay, so it's a thriller drama. It's rated R. An ambitious carny with a talent for manipulating people <laughs> with a few well-chosen words hooks up with a female psychiatrist who is even more dangerous than he is. And it stars Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, Tony Collette, oh. and Willem Dafoe. Oh my Did goodness, you say... that's an amazing cast. I'm I sorry know. I didn't know anything about this. <laughs> Did you say ambitious carny? <laughs> An ambitious <laughs> carny. Okay. <laughs> this is this does not sound like a storyline that would be Oscar worthy, but I, we'll... and honestly, I haven't heard much buzz about that one. Like yeah, it's been more recent than, uh, than I think the rest of them. Okay, let's move on to the next one. The next one, the next title, Jen, is called Don't Look Up. Don't Look Up. Kind of goes along with Nightmare Alley, you know. Um, don't Look Up. Oh, uh, I have no idea. Sounds like it would be a deep movie. I don't know. It seems, sounds like there's some kind of deep past demons kind of thing that somebody's dealing with. It just sounds like there's a hidden meaning behind the Don't Look Up. Okay, Sarah, what do you think? Okay, so I, I've not seen this one and it was on my list of things to see before the Oscars happen. So I'll, I'll hopefully watch it before, but I do know loosely what it's about and who it stars. It's um, about the end of the world and brought on by climate change, I believe. Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio, one is a scientist, or maybe both. And, okay, and they've got to warn the president who's Meryl Streep. I think yep. uh, about this, this imminent doom and what they're going to do for earth, I, I guess. Yeah. 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 But so, yeah, no, but, but ties to current climate change woes. And also governmental red tape. Yes. Because they're trying to save the world and they can't get anybody to help because the government doesn't want to believe it's happening. So, yeah. So did it, you see it? Oh, I saw it. Yeah. Was it good? I thought it was good. I, as for Oscar worthy, I don't, I wouldn't say it was best picture, but uh, it was a very good movie that it, I would say you wouldn't waste your time watching it. I think, um, who plays the president's son? You're probably thinking Jonah Hill. He's, yes. he's her assistant. Oh, he's not family. Yeah. He's like her chief of staff or something. Okay. I thought that I thought he was her son. Okay. Yeah. I heard that his character is well, is his really character good. almost acts like he wants to be her son. Like he really got it. He really looks up to her. And then also Timothy Chalamet's in it. Oh, what is his role? Tyler Perry too. Timothy Chalamet is just some random guy on the street. <laughs> oh yeah. Great. Maybe he'll win an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Perry's also, he's like a news anchor type guy on a morning show. Who's downplaying the fact that they're, world's ending okay cool yeah yeah all right so that's don't look up an all-star cast very much so i didn't know timothy chalmay was in it until he was up on the screen 
So he's in two Best Picture movies? That's kind of cool. Yeah. All right. Speaking of that, here we go. Here's the third movie, Jen. Are you ready? I'm ready. Dune. Dune. Okay. And we're at the beach. Um, somebody gets buried in a dune. Oh, so you oh think God. it's a tragedy? It's like a mystery. It's a mystery. Someone's been buried in a dune and we're trying I'm to picturing solve. like when we go to the beach, the Outer Banks, those big dunes. <laughs> okay. Right, brothers. Yeah. Okay. Sarah? Okay, so Dune is a is a kind of a legendary science fiction novel. And this is a, a movie revival. It, from, the 80s, these, from the 80s. From the 80s. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, and... Uh, Timothy Chalamet is the lead and he travels from another planet to a very desert like dune filled yes. area. Uh and Zendaya is yeah. is is playing the lead female. Anyways, uh but it, but it's it's coming out in two parts. I didn't get to see this. Um so it's it's also on my list. It looks really good. I just haven't gotten around to it. So I okay, saw can it. we just can we just say like I'd like to cut my part out because here I'm like <laughs> and then Sarah comes in dude is based on a novel blah 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 80s you signed up for this Jen <laughs> <laughs> I mean but my mom's so ridiculous now that you're Sarah's well okay come up with a synopsis okay on the outer banks of North Carolina yeah. rolling down a sand dune is it you know and then even Katie boy. brings in the prop. Here's the book, you know, and I'm talking well, you about have Bessie the cow. <laughs> well, you know, I know. It's just... All right. So Sarah did oh, a very good, good job. You got, you got most of it. They, uh, he's actually she playing... got a point. She got a point. Uh, he, Timothy <laughs> Chalvet actually plays the prince and his father is like the king of, or of, uh, house Atreides or whatever. And he, they have to go to this planet that's, mostly dunes and they have you um, read it you have the book have you read it so i've only read that f that far okay not even the majority it's the smaller portion i've never gotten to read it so i'll borrow that from you when you're done okay i have the whole series but anyway uh i watched the movie too so they they're mining for spice which is really ex like they have to go in the sands and mine out the spice and it's like worth a lot but there are these it's kind of back to the 80s again you remember that the movie tremors there's like yes. these big sandworms that come and eat Ooh. up their machinery and it's really dangerous. And then there's other people that are bad people. Oh, that reminds me of Enemy Mine. Yeah. So anyway, the movie was good. I think they could have done it in a shorter amount of time. But they, I think I read up to what they covered. So, oh. which isn't even the whole book. Hmm. Well, good for you. Yeah. Unless the part two is past where I was at. But anyway... I, I thought it was good. I was not super duper impressed with it, but you did a good job with the cast, but I'm just going to read them all off because there were a lot. Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Zendaya, Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, Stellan Skarsgård, uh, Josh Brolin, Javier Bardem, and Dave Bautista. I cool. knew, I do know Zendaya. I do know Zendaya. Okay. Oh, point for Jen. <laughs> from Dancing point. with the Stars. Oh, from okay. <laughs> not from one of her other movies. Okay. And wasn't she a Disney? Wasn't yeah, she a Disney? She started kid? on a Disney, yeah. but she's also popular for Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Well, again, you know, <laughs> um, the comic relief. She's also on an HBO <laughs> series called Euphoria, right? Yeah. Now. Actually, that's what she won an did she won a big award for that recently. All right, here's the next movie, number four. I'm nervous. It's, I have a feeling I know what you're gonna say. Okay, here's the title. Drive my car. Okay, I'm just thinking of the Beatles. Like oh, they're I'm gonna just... come, they're gonna run out and sing. Um, this is like driving Miss Daisy number two. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it's it's Daisy's grandchild is it... now driving people around. Is is an Uber driver? Daisy's grandchild is an Uber driver. Okay, I was gonna say it was gonna be an autobiography, like a biography movie of a valet. That's what I would say. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Drive my car. Hmm, interesting. Okay. That's my comic relief. Sarah, what do you think? I honestly have no idea. I, I just, 
in my head, I keep singing, baby, got a fast car. I got a ticket to anywhere. Well, I keep singing the Beatles, the baby, you can drive my car. I, it, it, I, maybe it has something to do with a chauffeur. I, I hope that these titles we are making fun of don't have like super serious emotional storylines, but if it's an Oscar winner, it probably does. All right, so this movie falls under the category of drama. Oh, here we go. Here she goes. This first line, after his wife's unexpected death. Yeah, here it is. Oh, no, they're, oh, gosh, yeah. I'm so sorry. We're singing songs. like A yeah. renowned stage actor and director receives an offer to direct a production of Uncle Vanya in Hiroshima. There he begins to face the haunting mysteries his wife left behind. So it, it is a, it's an international film. It's a okay. foreign film. What's the car reference? Must There must be an explanation there probably within the storyline. It must be yeah, something you learn okay. once you watch it. Probably supposed to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, not just <laughs> guess like we are. <laughs> I don't know anything about that one either. So we're all in the same boat. Part here. of what gets you interested and to the theater or to your whatever, your movie theater home cinema couch is the title it needs to draw you in the title and the poster yeah totally Mm -hmm. all right here's number five belfast okay um (laughs) come on just make up a story jen that it sounds like some type of period film um jen that's great that's great yeah yeah be creative yeah uh, that's right right and that's all i got what happened in the period does it follow a man a woman a family friends i would say that it follows a family yes yes okay yeah and the struggles the struggles with the family generations where is it taking place perchance Belfast. <laughs> That's correct. That's some hard-hitting journalism there. I got one. Okay, Sarah, what's the movie about? Okay, the movie is about it follows a family and generational ties. It focused on a young boy who is um to, the character is after Kenneth Branagh's real life, mm-hmm. um, but growing up in Belfast, Ireland, and um, as a Protestant family, witnessing and kind of being not directly involved with, but sideline involved to. with, yes, the um, horrific attacks and crimes against Catholic families, because they all kind of lived, you know, w- one beside each other in this town until this period of time where they kind of sort of segregated for protection, I guess, but um, follows the family's um, issues with trying to figure out if they're going to stay in Belfast because it turns really not safe. There's a lot of like gang related activity. The little boy kind of steals the show, Um, but it is a really nice family story. And the surprise for me was Dame Judi Dench's character as the grandma. I really loved her character in it. I have to say the best part of that movie is right at the end when she just says, it's okay, son, you can go. Yeah. 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 Is Sarah reading this? Or no, this- I, I, no, I literally, I, I very recently watched it. Um, she sounds like, she sounds like Siskel and Ebert. No, she I, really does. I like the, the lead that <laughs> Jamie Dornan's in it. She cares about it because Jamie Dornan. Oh, I like Katrina Balfe. She's from oh. Outlander and she plays the mom and she's, and then she throws out the character. Jamie, Judy, De- Judy. <laughs> it's her title. I'm going to give the lady her, her due respect. And then I'm sitting over here getting interrogated, just hoping <laughs> just- that my answers are right. <laughs> I think that was Katie's point in the lineup for today's podcast. I know, I know, I know it's funny. I'm the big sis, you know, the big sis. This is the little sis and the baby sis is time to, you know. Uh, So here's an an interesting thing. Very good job, Sarah, on the synopsis. Very good guess, Jen, on the synopsis. Yeah, Jen, I'm really actually pleasantly surprised. Yeah. That was, that. you know, I saved the best for last. I get, that was the last one, right? That was not the last one. And we have several more to go. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we were, that was number five and there's 10. (laughs) 
Oh, there's ten. <laughs> oh my. Okay. But no, fun fact about Ireland: the Irish flag, unless you don't know, it's got orange, white, and green, and the orange is meant to represent the um, Protestants. The green is meant to, I believe, the green is meant to represent the Catholics, and the white is meant to represent bringing them together. Peace. Oh wow! I yes. did not know I that. Not Katie. Know That's that. interesting. That is very interesting. I that I like that. Yeah. There you go. Okay, number six. I'm tired after that one. I don't know if I can. This one, this one is going to be interesting. Licorice pizza. <laughs> uh, Licorice pizza. Yeah. I just keep thinking of red vines and. Okay. Mr. Pib, crazy delicious. Crazy delicious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, licorice pizza sounds like. I don't know why, but it's, I'm thinking eighties. Is it some kind of eighties? Is there an eighties reference? Cause or... you're thinking of mystic pizza. Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. that's why it sounds like a, um, I don't know. That's a very interesting title. I'd like to know why they came up with that. Yeah. See, it, it draws you in Sarah. What, yeah. what do you know this or do you want to guess? No, I have no idea. I keep thinking about mystic pizza too. And isn't that Joya Roberts? So maybe this is Joya Roberts yes. in, a, in a candy shop instead interesting um it is a romantic comedy oh, mystic pizza mm, okay. was too yeah. mystic yeah. pizza was a romantic comedy okay so licorice pizza is the story of alana kane and gary valentine growing up running around and going through the treacherous navigation of first love in the san fernando valley in 1973 and sarah jen i don't know if you know this group but alana is played by alana Heim from the band Heim. Oh, and her entire family is in the movie. Is she the lead singer? She's the youngest. Okay, gotcha. And that's Sean, very cool. I like them. Sean Penn's also in it, along with someone else. Oh, Sean Brad Penn. I think wow. Bradley Cooper makes a, an appearance in it. There's Bradley Cooper again. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of everywhere. Hey, girl. What's the start? What's your it's tell me something girl jen have you seen that movie <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> okay let's move on uh movie number seven okay. movie number seven ready jen you ready to come up with yeah. a story yeah i'm ready belfast maybe i'm worn out yeah, with so, that so <laughs> licorice pizza um sorry i'm underwhelmed by the title I feel like it's like driving yeah. my car. You got to watch a movie to know. Okay. I guess so. There's probably one reference to licorice and then they just kind of. Because I think they're know. in an arcade at some point, And so it might have something to do with that. Okay. But... All right. Jen. Mm-hmm. The power of the dog. Uh, uh, Caesar Milan is an actor. <laughs> and um, it's all about him. And the power of the dog. Yep. Wow. So it's the biography of Caesar Milan. Yes. Okay. That's who it is. <laughs> Sarah, is she correct? It's a little I... off base. Uh... <laughs> oh, does she know about this one too? I think I, this is one it. of the ones I watch because it's uh, the lead is Benedict Cumberbatch. She's oh, now we, now we like him in this house because he's in the Grinch. Yeah, oh. love Benedict Cumberbatch. So he plays sort of a Western. It is suspense drama um and kirsten dunst is in it really uh, yeah and it's it's it sort of explores it's cowboys in montana i believe and he his character's pretty kind of disturbing but he really like dives into the character and this is the one this is the example i was talking about where the music really yeah. really okay. like shaped it for me he plays the band well, i don't know if he's playing it but his character plays the banjo and there's the this there's some recurring creepy. themes the banjo becomes really creepy but um essentially his bro he and his brother run this ranch for the family and they're really successful and the younger brother marries this kind of timid widow who has a son who's also sort of trying to discover himself and Benedict Cumberbatch's character really torments them, terrorizes them kind of psychologically. 
He's just he's a narcissistic. Yeah, and they're and they're and there's um talking with the young son has gone through a lot in his life too, but he's trying to protect his mom. You gotta get to see it, but it's it does have some creepy moments, but I saw it till the end. Okay. Um, I was not a I'm gonna be honest, I'm a fan of Benedict Cumberbatch. I was not a fan of this movie. The end. Okay. Okay, yeah, everybody's entitled to an opinion. I I I thought it was good. I know, but it just, I didn't like it. I guess maybe it, the whole movie, it just made made me uneasy, which is probably what it was meant to do. Yes, was, yeah. You know what there were a me. lot of, Jen? Jen. Cows. What? There were yeah, a lot Jen. of there were a lot of cows. I was just getting ready to say, I feel like a spectator here, you know, just listening to the banter back and in forth. Fact, was was the cow behind you featured in The Power of the Dog? Because it could have been. She's very funny. Might have been. Might have been. Okay, moving on. Get it moving on. Moving. <laughs> okay, number eight. Jen, if you don't get this. Oh, well, oh don't do that. Because then if I don't get it. Are you ready? Is it Back to the Future 4? West Side Story. Okay, West Side Story. What it is, it's a remake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what it do, it's a remake. Just tell me, what genre is it in? What genre? musical? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> musical romance. Sarah, what's the synopsis for West Side Story? Two rival gangs vying for control in what are the, gangs? On the streets in New York City, the the Jets and the Sharks, and it's a romance between Tony and Maria. Who did he just meet? He just met a girl named Maria. I like to I like to call it the Upper West Side story. <laughs> the Upper West Side story. Oh, Ghostbusters is one of your 10. That's 10 movies. Yeah, that's good, Jen. It was <laughs> good. The Upper West Side. Yes, it was good. Vigo the Par- Carpathian. Remember, I'm the, car- I'm the comic relief for the podcast. Did you know that West Side Story is based off of Romeo and Juliet? Hmm. Yeah. I the Montagues and the Capulets. Yeah, and so it's the two gangs yeah. now, and then Tony is Romeo and Maria is Juliet. It's Sarah. Yeah, I can see that. I can <laughs> see that. The Capulets. Of course, I can. <laughs> Moving on. This is Here when I go. lean into the microphone in my <clears throat> yes NPR mm. voice. Welcome Interesting back point. to Fresh Air with Terry Gross. <laughs> this oh is cot. This is cot talk. I was just gonna say cot talk. <laughs> Okay, uh, number nine. We got two more guys, and then we get to do <clears throat> quiz. Already? All right. Oh, there's a quiz. Yeah, yeah, Jen. <sighs> All right, number nine. King Richard. King Richard. He's a king. <laughs> His name's Richard. Okay, I'm gonna give you a clue. Well, no, I guess sometimes they call really him Ricky. But but Jen, it was a game you liked to play at the beach, and actually you played it in high school, I think, and through college. Tennis. Yes. Two famous sisters yeah. duo. One's a planet. Oh, 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 I know this. It's the Williams sisters. Yes. It's about their dad. Yeah. And do you know? Okay. It's Will but- Smith. Will oh, Smith yes. plays the dad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I know that now. I, I've go. seen the, I've seen commercials about that one. Yes. Good. Now, Sarah, okay. did you watch that one? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to. I really want to because I love Will Smith movies and and I love tennis and I love the Williams sisters. So I need to see that one. It was a good film. Now, here's the thing. He's up for best actor. And so is Andrew for Tick, Tick, Boom. And I've watched both of the movies and he won the SAG Award for best actor for this film. Yes. Okay. And I know I'm biased because I love Tick, Tick, Boom. But I really do feel Will did a wonderful job in the role. But I really do feel that Andrew Andrew had to sing and dance and learn piano and do all this other stuff. And he still did an amazing job. So I still feel like Andrew deserves the win. I loved Tick, Tick, Boom. But has Will Smith has probably never won an Oscar to date, right? Nor has Andrew. I know, but Will, it's Will Smith. It's about on the role. It's not about, it's but... about the role. No, 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 no. I agree with you. I agree with you that Andrew Garfield, but now I, I didn't get to see King Richard though. I don't know. I don't think I can make a fair well, comparison. I'm telling you. It's a little direct. 
but who who told the story of the character better? Andrew. Okay. Jen, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our final movie. <laughs> okay. Our final is Tick, movie. Tick, Boom? Is that what it is? Tick, Tick, Boom isn't up for best picture, and I think it should have oh, been. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, these are just best pictures. Okay. Yes. Okay, final movie. And this okay. one's on Apple TV. All right. And its name is CODA. C-O-D-A, all caps. CODA. Somebody's name? Um, in a way, no. It, it's the name of something. That's what I mean. I mean, it sounds like, yeah, it's the name of something. Uh-huh. Yeah. In music, the CODA name. is the end of a piece. Oh, here she comes and I think back. It, I think at it actually end, means tail end. in Italian. <laughs> what? Here she is. Oh, name's tail in Italian. I knew at she was going to do the Kodo thing. <laughs> I knew she was going to do the music thing. <laughs> What's it about? I've never That's, heard of this. Yeah, no, okay. um, that was my guess was a name or yeah. So it's comedy, drama, and music. Oh, comedy. Oh. Okay. Well, music. Oh, music. Yes. As a Coda, a child of deaf adults oh my ruby is the only hearing person in her deaf family when the family's fishing Hmm. business is threatened ruby finds herself torn between pursuing her love of music by wanting to go to berkeley college of music and her fear of abandoning her parents oh my goodness i have to see this movie sounds good apple tv well who's in it Amelia Jones, Marley Martin, and Troy. Oh, Marley Wait, Martin. Marley she's, Martin is yeah, famous. She's, yes, she's been in. What was the show that she was on? She's like one of the most famous. Um, oh, well, there you deaf go. Deaf actresses. Oh, yeah. What wasn't she in Children of a Lesser God? I'm going to find out. I'm thinking Hold that's on, let me, maybe. Let me find. Yes, you are correct. You are correct. Did I get a point? Look at that. Sometimes it just comes out, right? I think you get double points. Is this double? Okay, so well, that's so. that's all done. Out of all of those, Jen, which one would you want to see? Oh, probably the King Arthur, King Richard, King Arthur. King Mom Richard. said King Arthur too. No, because I like because I I know the story. I like tennis. Probably that one. Okay, Sarah, which one would you want to see, or which one was your favorite watching? I still want to see Don't Look Up, but I I think Dune is the next one that I want to make a priority to see because mm-hmm. I didn't. It's coming back to HBO Max, like oh, in the excellent. next, like soon, like oh, next great. week or two. Okay, guys, let's get into quiz. Okay, guys, so this quiz is going to be an audio quiz. Okay. Oh, I'm going, man. Okay. I'm going to play a movie soundtrack, a movie oh, score. Great. Yes, this is going down. And you need to tell me what movie it came. Now, every, each one of these either won the Oscar or was up for an Oscar, not necessarily for the score, but for the movie itself. Okay. okay? Jen looks really Oh, I'm so excited. excited. I'm so excited. Okay, so I'm going to play one just as a test to warm you up. Uh, We're going to go, we're going to take alternate turns. But this one's just a test to see, uh, for you to get the feel for it. Okay, ready? Are we supposed to both shout it out or are we supposed to take turns No, she said we're taking turns, but I could probably have an opportunity to steal, I'm sure. No, this this is a test right now. Oh, just test. Just shout it out when when you've got it, okay? Did you hear what she just said? I might have an opportunity to steal because you're not going to get it. You might surprise yourself. Okay, so here's Bell a test. Fast. Just this is not for points. Just shout it out when you get it. Ready? All right. Star Wars. Sarah? I said it's Star Wars. Yeah. There you go. You got it. I wanted her to feel good, so. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> listen to her. And may I remind you that's from 1977. The real Star Wars. All Star Wars is real. It's all equally Star Wars. Even the the OG. It's the OG, Kat. Yeah, so who wants to go first? Yeah, that's Sarah. That's fine. Okay, so Sarah, you're going to go first. Okay. All right, so here's your first musical score. 
Lord of the Rings. Yes, oh, thanks for letting me go first. It's so beautiful. It plays for a little bit. Oh, let's just listen. Does it make you want to clean your house? No. Makes me want to watch <laughs> the movies. Like I don't want to watch all of them tonight. Jen just lost. Jen's at negative one. Oh, hey, now. <laughs> You're an all-star. Um, okay, Sarah's got one point. Jen. This oh, is, I, I'm nervous. This is for you. Are you ready? Here we go. Chicago. All that jazz. Isn't it? Yes, Jen, that's it. Here, listen. Five, six, seven, eight. Oh, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so happy that I redeemed myself. Do you feel better now, Jen? Are you ready to win this? I do. I saw that on Broadway too, by the way. Here goes, here goes Sarah's. Ready? Musical yeah. score. Oh. This is Braveheart. Yep. That is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. It's just stunning. Did you not answer right away because you just wanted to listen? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was. It. No, it was. Okay. Oh, my. oh, so should I shout it out sooner? I thought you might cut the music off if I said it. No, I'm going to play. I'm going to play the clips all the way through. You answer whenever you want. Okay. No, I knew it. I didn't know it at first. I will say I, at first I was like, is this like memoirs of a geisha? I don't know what this is, <laughs> it's, but then when it, yeah. When it, the tiger, was, tiger, hidden dragon, about five seconds in. It, okay. Here we go, Jen, your musical music. Yeah, here we go. Sleep, sleep. I couldn't sleep tonight. Not for all the jewels in the Sounds like Julie Andrews. Is that Julie Andrews? No. Well, I should know it, I guess. It's an older movie. Mm hmm. Gigi? No. Um, can, can I can I steal? Oh, look at her. <laughs> Can I? Oh, she didn't get it. Can I stay here? <laughs> Can I? Can I? Can I? Yeah, go for it, Sarah. My fair lady. Yep. I should have known that. Okay, after four, Sarah has three and Jen has one. Okay, I'm just going to, Sarah's going to win. <laughs> Not necessarily. Give her the point from the warm up round. No, 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 no. I don't need that. I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need your sympathy vote. Move on. <laughs> All right, here comes the next one. This is Sarah's, right? Or Sarah, yeah. yes. It's the entertainer, but I don't know. I know, I know this song. You know it, I know, Jen? No, I, it, the movie's right here. The movie is right here. Oh, shit. The song's called The Entertainer, right? The song is called that, but what movie does it come Hold from? Hold on, don't, oh, I know it, I know um, it. I don't, I don't know. Is You're it Before My Time? Yes, it's Before yes. Your Time. I think it's maybe oh. Before Mine or Right Near My Time. Oh. It's 1973. Okay, oh, it was a year before I was for born. Our time. Shoot, I know the movie. I know it. And I know when you say it, I'm going to be like, ugh. I definitely don't know. I no, know that the know song it. is it's called right, The Entertainer, and that's all I know. It's right here. 
it's right here was it it was like a west was it like a old, old west movie like or it's not western but it is uh it's based in a time period before the year the movie came out and yes. you've seen it cat no i told you i knew that the music came from this movie Oh really? I oh I know I know I know I know it. It's it's coming back to me. Oh, it's all coming back to me. Stop it! Now. I'm not Celine Dion. There were moments of the, cold and the sting, were... the sting. Oh, yes, like... Jen, it's the sting. What in the actual? <laughs> you know, in my head, seriously, I seeing... is this real life right now? This is, oh my gosh, I got, in my head, Katie, I kept seeing a bee. Bee, why no, do I keep was... seeing a bee? That was going to be my clue. Sorry, what? I messed up the microphone. What is the score? <laughs> the score is three to two, and it's Jen's turn. So if Jen oh, gets this, it no. she ties it up. Sting. There's a, who's the main person in that movie? Robert it was Redford. Of, Robert Redford. That's it. That's it. That's so right. Sorry, I did not know it. I'm sorry. Okay, good job. This is getting interesting. Mm. All right, so this this next audio clip is for Jen. Oh. I'm sure Sarah knows it. It's Pretty. so it's so haunting. It's kind of unforgettable. <laughs> uh well, not for Jen. <laughs> <laughs> obviously it's it sounds like a newer movie it's newer 90s 90s 1994 i yeah i don't know wait i'm hoping i'm remembering it correctly mm -mm. is that schindler's list i was gonna say i hope both my sisters remember this one because i played it oh did Sarah get it? Yes. Yeah. Shouldn't okay. No, but that's what that's when I heard the violins playing. I that's why I said it's pretty. That's beautiful. another example of where music. Yeah. Paint just yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So it's now four to two, Sarah, and it's Sarah's turn. Is this La La Land? Yes. Yeah. Trumpet line. That has really good music in it. Yeah, I really like Emma Stone and Brian Gosling. Yes. That's that was a great one. I love her yellow dress in that movie. I love the choreography. I love the music. Yes. Okay. So Sarah has five points, Jen has two. Ready, Jen? You know what? I can lose this. I got the sting. Yeah, honestly, Jen, I'm really, really you impressed know, by that. I'm going to be living high for a whole week because I got the sting. <laughs> okay, here's Jenny's audio clip. You know, one of the things about scores like that is, you know, the song, mm -hmm. you know, the song's familiar to you. I know the song and you'll say it and I'll be like, yep, that was it. But I just, it's not. Any not guesses, right. Sarah? Uh, no, I'm kind of on the same boat as Jen. It's, it's not a Tom Hanks movie, is it? I was going to say, yeah, the Tom. Yeah, that it sounds really, like for some reason, all I can think of is Tom Hanks, but I can't play when you, to be honest with you, it kind of sounds a little bit like big. Hey, Jen, I think you huh. need to run. Forrest Gump. <laughs> oh, man. I knew. Isn't that wild, though? How I connected the music with Tom. Like, no, I that's what I mean. Else. That's why I kept thinking of Big. Like, you know, I kept thinking. It really does sound a lot like Big. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. 
I should have known that was big when I was Can in we college. Can we each get a half a point? No. But I, get, I had an assist there. Jen can get half a point because I told her to run and she got it. Uh, but, but uh, that's fine. Uh, but, um, no, nobody gets a point. But uh, the the name of that song is called the Feather Song. Oh, that's right. Because the that's right. It falls out of the sky and lands on. Yes, yeah. that's right. Here go the last two, and these last two, you each get one of them, have a connection. I'm just gonna. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. 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 Here is the first one, and it is for. Sarah. You ready? Yep. Okay. This is tick tick boom. Yes, it is. This is an Andrew. Stop the clock. Take time out. Time to Regroup before you lose the bout. Freeze the frame. Back it up. Back it up. There you go. So Sarah's got six points, and Jen's going for three. And, the, and there's a connection. Sarah's, Jen has no chance of winning. She's going for it. There is a connection. And I'm going to go ahead and give Jen some help, Sarah, if you don't mind. Um, I do mind slightly, but go ahead. Both of these are involved with movies that are involved with this year's Oscars. Okay. Okay. This next one is up for an Oscar. Licorice pizza. Here we go. Drive the car. Encanto! Oh, oh, it was my turn. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Jen, what movie is it from? Uh, Encanto. <laughs> yes, that's correct. Do you know, does anybody know the name of it? Dos Organtos or something like Orguitas. that. Orguitas. We did download the soundtrack. There you go. Did you, so did you know before Sarah rudely shouted it out? I'm so I had a yeah. temporary lapse of control. I'm so sorry. I forgot the I rules I momentarily. I really I do apologize. I think I should get double points because she <clears throat> it's fine. Give her double. Took she over my catch up. Well, and if you get double, <laughs> listen to her. All right. There we go, guys. We got through the whole Oscars episode. We're done. You don't have another song? Not like one more? You want one more? Yeah. Um, okay, let me try to get one real quick. Oh, that's Back to um, the Future. No. Yeah, that is. Yeah, it is Back to the Future. Is it? Yep. Well, unless it. Oh. Excuse me. I gotta go clean. Why? Why'd you have to bring it back to that? Oh, it's scaring me. Let me think of one more real quick. Wait. I remember them performing this on the Oscars show. This movie was not up for any Oscars. <laughs> oh, um, like I said, I've I've never heard this in my life. So, what song is that? I'll give you a clue. Ten. Why'd you play it? Because I was thinking of a. <laughs> I was thinking of a movie song. Yeah, I was just an thinking... Oscars episode, though. You told me to think of something, and I thought I of a you movie. To think of one more for the ten total best I, picture. No, I thought of a movie that all three of us like. 
What is this movie? I gave you a clue and the clue was 10. Think of card games with swear words. Oh, I no, um, failure to launch. No close, close. No, 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 no. The other one, how to lose a guy in 10 days. That's what, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That was so obscure. That's when they go over to Long Island. Yep, yep. Yes. I can see it now, actually. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> that concludes our Oscars episode of Muggle with a Mic. Thank you, Jen and Sarah, for joining me. Oh, Thanks, you're welcome. Kat. Thanks, Fun. sister friends. Okay. I, thought, and- I think you should give a an acceptance speech for best podcast. <laughs> there you go. All right. I'd like to thank the Academy of nobody because no one officially voted for me um and i'd like to thank uh everyone who was a guest on my podcast except for my two sisters no i'm joking especially my two sisters uh for joining me on this oscars muggle with a mic episode bye bye